Hey guys, it's your host, your boy, George Mackay. Today's episode was brought to you by our official sponsor, Ray Bernardo of Road Sport Chrysler. This man has been in the auto business for 25 years. Everyone that has gone to see him has saved money on every single car deal that he's made. But more than ever now, in these uncertain times, he's doing more than that. If you've got lease and financing options that are too high, give him a call. If you've got auto repairs that you just can't afford, give him a call. Ray's reaching out to give back, and he's doing that because of 25 years of experience. So be sure to give Ray and his team a call. 888-656-3013. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Road Sport, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Don't overpay. Buy from Ray. Now the official sponsor of Straight Talk Wrestling. What's going on, Straight Talk Faithful? Your host, your boy, George McKay, back in studio again, pre-recorded as I always do during these COVID-19 times. And I got a good one. I got a returning guest. I consider this man, and I've quoted this, this is my nickname for him, the Tarantino of indie wrestling. And I know he's heard it before. He has. So I'm not going to waste any time. <laughs> Let me welcome back to Straight Talk Wrestling, Vaughn Vertigo. How are you, my dude? Good, George. How you doing, man? I'm good. You like that nickname, right? I know you do. I, I do. I, I have heard it before, but uh, you know what? I think you might have been the first one to coin it, so. (laughs) I did. It was all me. If anybody else steals that nickname, they owe me money. Lots of money. Well, if if money comes in, then we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) So, man, you have been doing some amazing things during this COVID-19, and that's why I coined you the Tarantino of indie wrestling. Everything you have done with Backyard Pro is absolutely phenomenal. What you have (laughs) done from creating such iconic characters as Jay Wheeler and... Another layer of a character as psychotic Mike. And then Geoff Hardy. Okay, I'll take credit for Geoff Hardy, but I'm not going to get take credit entirely for creating the characters. There's a few that I created, but for the most part, it's been a collaboration of uh, everybody involved, essentially. Like, Jay Wheeler was created completely by Gabriel Fuerza sort of thing. I created Geoff Hardy, but yeah, it, it's all been, you know, a collaborative, collaborative ideas, essentially, just coming together and we just trying to make it work. Uh, it's fantastic it's funny it's lighthearted. you've got guys like one of the toughest sons of bitches alive in the walking weapon josh alexander you had him in a basement wrestling around in fishnet stockings i don't know how you pulled that off here's the thing he actually uh he actually approached us about that we knew we wanted him in the first season and the second season he's like oh how about i do a match i'm like you know what if you're down let's do it so, I mean, this episode is going to air in mid-October, probably just after Thanksgiving weekend. So, um, now that we have the timeline, you know when it's going to drop. Will there be, I mean, I know there's going to be, will there be a release date for season three? Have we worked this out yet? We haven't worked this out yet. Um, we're still working on getting season two paid as, of the, as we shoot this. Um, although, this, <laughs> this is airing in October, but... Uh, Mid-September, I might get bored and I might end up doing season three, but it is a lot of work on my part to put together, um, and especially with um, some wrestling shows coming back. It's a little bit harder to schedule. Like the first time we did the first season, it was uh, we filmed it late in May, so people were still kind of off work, so it was a little easier to film. Then second season, it took a little longer to film because people were back at work, and then people had, you know, it was summer, so people were busy. Um, so now that things are pretty much almost back in the full swing, it's going to be even harder to film, but um, I, I wouldn't count it out. We, we might do it. There'll be a season three, but maybe not this year, but could be this year. 
All right. So that's good. I'll take that. I mean, I still love to go back and watch every episode that's uh, already aired. (laughs) I I love everything about it, man. When it came out, I was very pro about it. I was tweeting about it. I was sharing about it because it's just that damn fantastic. And what I love about COVID, the one good thing about COVID is the creativity that has come through. And you are leading the pack in terms of the creativity. Everything you have done, everything, the collaborative effort of everybody's part from another one of my, uh, uh, one of my biggest, uh, biggest guests, uh, Alexia Nicole, Gabriel Fares I've had on twice, Psychotic Mike I've had on once, The Walking Weapon I've had on twice. I've had so many of your, your, your collaborators on the show yeah. with me again. Now I can add you as a returning guest, which as I say in every interview, you're always welcome back. You're a member of the family. And it's just, I'm so excited and honored to get back and, and talk with you about all this stuff. But one thing I am interested about, it's burning a hole in my pocket, is, um, you know, there's never really been an origin story of Geoff Hardy and where all those titles came from. <laughs> well, um, if there was an origin story, I'd probably say it, it comes back to myself in the backyard. Um, uh, well, I guess 12 odd years ago sort of thing. My idea with Jeff, Jeff Hardy was that, oh, see, I almost said Jeff Hardy. We don't want, we don't want to say that. <laughs> right. We don't want to say that. Copyright, copyright. copyright. Um, my whole idea was if I never actually became a professional wrestler, that's the trajectory I would have went on. I somehow would have got a Southern accent. Uh, I would have just kept dressing like Jeff Hardy, and then I just would have been a backyard wrestler for 15 some odd years. So, uh, that, so I had those championships just from being a backyard wrestler sort of thing. And then I brought it into backyard pro. Fantastic, fantastic. Everything, the um, the storylines, the, the stuff that's the collaborative effort. Uh, Nug and RJ City on commentary is is almost very reminiscent of Bobby the Brain Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon. It is yes. so yes. perfect that it's just absolutely asinine, but it's perfect at the same time. I, I think everyone has just been starving to do something creative, and thankfully, everyone just wanted to be a part of this sort of thing. So it, it all worked out really. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with all the talent we had involved. Absolutely, man. You, you, kudos again to everybody that was involved. Kudos to what you brought to the table. Kudos for you giving Ontario indie fans something to hold on to again while we waited. But now the good news. Shows are opening up. Things are coming back. When am I going to get to see Von Vertigo in a standard-sized wrestling ring with a proper referee, not dressed as a southern, you know, jackass from the backwoods. When am I going to get to see my one of my faves? When am I going to get to see Vaughn Vertigo take flight again? I don't know, man. I think I'm just going to be a backyarder for the rest of my life. Uh, no. This has gone too well. I don't think I can go back to real wrestling. <laughs> I, I love I, you as a backyard wrestler, but I need you in a wrestling. I need you in a wrestling ring. I need. Okay, fine. I'll come back to wrestling. That's fine. And then you're doing. You're only doing it for me, though. Yeah, absolutely. Just for you, George. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I mean, there's, there's the show's starting to pop up. Um, I do have a few food bookings li- li- lined up. I can't really talk about them, but um, they're coming through. Well, hopefully, more start to show up. I'm, I'm scared, but as winter approaches, that less shows are going to be running because of outdoor. There's only, you only like 50 people indoors, so it's been complicated, but we'll see how, how uh, COVID progresses. Right. And I mean, you know, another thing that we're all concerned about is I have two small kids. School is starting up soon. I mean, when this yeah. airs in October, it'll be knee deep into school for a few weeks. And the inevitability of a second wave coming is coming. So yep. if, I mean, I hate to ask this question because I don't want to spoil anybody's fun, 
But if the second wave hits and we go right back to where we were ground zero back in March, what will that, what do you, do you think that will do anything to indie wrestling? Will that, will that stonewall it again? Or will that just make people persevere like we have been and just wait patiently again? I mean, I think it's definitely going to stonewall it for a little bit, but um, I think wrestling fans always crave something. They always crave wrestling in some sort, right? And then uh, us as wrestlers, we crave something creatively. So uh, it might evolve into something else. Um, it's really hard to say at this point. Do you think we'll, we'll, we'll come to the format like an AEW or a WWE where we might be doing online empty arena type shows? It or could be. If that's, it could be if that's allowed by the Ontario government, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but then us as wrestlers would have to be taking uh, a pay cut, if not, or possibly no money because there wouldn't be any money coming in, or we'd have to change to some sort of donation idea. The reason that we started with a GoFundMe is because when I was in the UK, when COVID all started happening, uh, and I had to fly home four weeks early, uh, Will Ospreay had a show uh, where it was a YouTube show, um, and it was just like the last show before COVID hit. It was uh, no fans, and the everyone could watch and just donate sort of thing. And it did, I think they made raids, raids like 10,000 quid, which is like $15,000 Canadian for the wrestlers. And I was like, that's a pretty cool idea. So I always thought that in the back of my head and then when Backyard Pro happened, I was like, okay, let's try and do some sort of donation thing. And then other promotions in Ontario started to kind of use the same model. Absolutely. And I, I would, as a fan, as, a, as an advocate of the business, as somebody who loves the business and loves everybody, all of you guys in particular, all the people that I've, I've become friends with and that I love so much, I would donate. If you could give me Von Vertigo versus Gabriel Fuerza, I mean, I've seen it 50 million times, but I always love to see you two kick the, kick the shit out of each other. If you could yeah. give me that in like an empty arena, I quit type match, I'd pay 40 bucks. I'd pay 50 bucks for that. Why not? And then, you know, as a little additive incentive, you know, I'll slide an extra 10 into your DM and you mail me out a fucking autograph so I can hang it on my wall. You're still missing. You're still missing. So we you have to get one. I have some, man. You can contact me anytime. I got Backyard Pro shirts too. <laughs> you have triple X Backyard Pro shirts because I like the length. I'm all about the length. I do have triple X. I have a XL, 2XL, and 3XL. Okay. So I'm going to go on record right now. Von Virgo, send me a, send me a picture and send me a Backyard Pro t-shirt. DM me later with the cost and the cost for shipping and yeah, I will, I will cover everything and I will, Absolutely. I will, Sounds good. I will e I will e-transfer you money. Okay. I've, it's online. It's there. It's out there. Okay. I, I can't back it's out. True. You, you, you said it on video and this I is did. October. So by this time, who knows? Uh, yeah. If I save up 10 bucks every week, I'll have enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what is another thing you've been doing in your downtime? Have you been training? I mean, obviously with the, with the backyard pro stuff, you have kind of been keeping in, in ring form. Now, mind yeah. you, your ring is very different. It's concrete. Yeah. It's uh, a very <laughs> shitty, shitty car that you won too, by the way. And well, uh, yeah. it, it's, it's it gets rickety, me places. Yeah, it's rickety ladders. It's all it gets kinds me places. of stuff. <laughs> it, gets, it gets you from A to B. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It gets me to B. That, that's all that matters here. It's all that matters. I mean, I'm I, training. Um, Wrestling training has been hard. I mean, a few couple of schools have just started opening, so I've been able to go do that. Uh, before that, I mean, COVID hit. Uh, myself and Brent Banks came back from the UK. We had four weeks left on our trip. And, like, I just kind of came home and just kind of, like, plopped myself on the couch, put on Netflix, and watched Tiger King. And then, you know, I just kind of sat around for, like, a month, and I was like, oh, I guess I should do something. Um, I mean, I was working out a little bit in between, but I started getting uh, – I don't know, antsy, I suppose. And then I started going for walks every day, which I thought it helped a little bit. 
um, just kind of get outside. Because thankfully, I live in a small town, so I was able to get out as much as I can and go walk in a forest sort of thing, thankfully. Um, yeah, bench pressing on my mom's ottoman, and then as soon as Backyard Pro Season 1 came around, it gave me something creative to work on, essentially. And then I took my first serve check, and I invested it in a bunch of production equipment. <laughs> And that's a great investment because there's been a return yeah. on investment. Dude, I could not believe the response after the first episode, first season. Like over 400 subscribers overnight, over like 1,500 to 1,600 views within the first day or two. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. But I, this, this, this just proves my point. My entire point, well, my ulterior motive to all this is that I wanted to prove that production is so damn crucial to a product that it didn't matter if it was us shitty wrestling in a backyard people cared because of the hype behind it right now this is what i feel like promotions need to understand is if they invest in the production of it and put out content that is good quality the views will come well and we talked about that in our last interview we talked about how your promos and what you were doing with your production equipment because now mind you what your 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 daytime job was you were able to get access to some of that equipment very easily but like i said i i told you then and i tell you now you are hands down the best promo production guy in the fucking game. Even when you did the idea, you did the promo hyping up Backyard Pro. It yeah. was like just you and that box, the silhouette. I had an idea. Oh, tell me more, Vaughn. Tell me that more. Was, Shut up and take my money. The same ottoman I, I was benching on was the one I saw on that video. <laughs> but it worked. And it yeah. worked because you had the creativity, you have the know-how. And for somebody like myself who studied film and was in film school myself, mm -hmm. I could appreciate the kick-ass product that you were putting out. I loved every single thing about it. And of course, because I have a 4K TV, I appreciated that it was shot. Ah, yes, it's perfect, beautiful. wonderful. That's beautiful. <laughs> we, made, we made it specifically for you then. I, absolutely, 150% you did. And, and it was just, and you know what it was? It was a chance to release all the stress, all the tension, yes. and just get back to what you all loved, which is yeah. wrestling and fighting and plague fighting and scripting and storylines. And it's great because it's all the stuff you can't really do in the indies. You can yes. set up storylines here and there, but you can't set up a weekly episodic thing. No, but with no, this, no. you could. I just wanted to treat it like it was an episode of Monday Night Raw. Um, the same thing I did when I was a kid, just my friends and I making these stupid skits and having these little matches in between and creating a little story arc between sort of thing. And then I just, I was like, oh, I want to do, like literally the same thing I was doing as a kid. I just wanted to push as an adult product with, you know, my friends in wrestling, essentially. <laughs> and it, it was great. Uh, some of my favorite highlights, again, the walking weapon and fishnets. How could you not love that? Uh, yep. Jody Threat and the demonic thing that was happening with her, genius. Yes. <laughs> um, the casket match, genius. Um, yes, yeah. the, the golf, the mini golf match. I, yeah. <laughs> that, was just, that was just another level of hilarity. And it was, I, didn't I didn't want to spoil the fact we were going to a mini golf place. I no, it was... I'm just gonna throw it in there and see, see if people realize it, you know? I absolutely <laughs> did. The, the, everything about it was genius. And my all time favorite moment, though, hands down, was the Geoff Hardy belts versus the car. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I, just, wow. Just, the well, you, I mean, you, you, gotta, you gotta look at Jimmy Fortino for this, man. I mean, Stratos is legitimately one of the funniest people I've ever known. And the minute he came down to uh, where I live to film that vignette in front of the car, I was like, oh my God, this is, people are going to love this. People are going to love this character. Because <laughs> it reminds me of my Saturday nights back in high school, chilling in front of a Tim Hortons, looking at everybody's shitbox civics. 
That's exactly. See, I, uh, Stratos had to explain it to me a bit because from where I'm from in Port Hill, it's not really a thing. I mean, I lived in Toronto for two years and maybe experienced a little bit, but once he explained it to me and he showed me videos and I got the whole um, gist behind it, I was like, oh, okay, people are definitely going to love this. My <laughs> God. Like, uh, uh, what's his face? Do you know Tarzan Dan? I feel like that might be from your era, right? Tarzan yep, Dan? Yep, yep, yep. He retweeted the video on YouTube and we, or on uh, Twitter. We were like, what? What is happening? <laughs> Because it, it, it's really reminiscent of the year, Tarzan, Dan, all that stuff. That was a big part of it. Chilling, bro, my beat-up Civic is sexier than your beat-up Civic, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. And, like, when we go on the line and we street race because everybody thinks they're fucking Vin Diesel, uh, we're going to go 14 miles an hour, and it's going to be sick, bro. And we're going to get in the quarter mile in about three hours. Bro, bro. That's, that's all I ever heard for the last two years of high school. But you know what? If, if anybody asked me to relive it again, I wouldn't. But I appreciated reliving it when you did it. <laughs> yeah, it's much easier to watch because you can turn it off whenever you want, right? <laughs> That's right. No, but honestly, and the biggest part for me was that um, the mini host, she's a big fan of yours. You have a picture with her. You know, you met her. Uh, I showed her some of the stuff, and she laughed hysterically. She thought it was hands down some of the greatest, most entertaining stuff ever. And for me, I was, I was honestly just proud of all you guys. Because I built relationships and developed friendships. And to see what you guys were doing, I was like, this is what I'm all about. And this shows potential that we literally right, can right. do anything. And the outcome of support was overwhelming. It was like an instant smash success, dude. And that's a credit to all of you. Well, thank you so much, man. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I, I just hope that, you know, we got pretty good view, uh, viewership. And, you know, obviously it's going to go down as we haven't put more content out. Um, I just hope five years from now, people look back at it and they're like, wow, Mark Wheeler was a part of this, you know, just something like that. Like, I just want it to be some sort of cult classic that people find on YouTube. Absolutely. Have you ever thought, have you thought about reaching out to independent wrestling television to see if they could set up a I, I, with that as well? I did actually reach out to them and they, they weren't, uh, they, not that they weren't interested, they just never got back to me. Um, another part to it is I also want as much viewership as we can. I, as much as independent wrestling TV is a, a good portion of it, I also want to attract people that are not necessarily wrestling fans. Um, because I do feel like it, comedically, it appeals to all sorts of people. Um, so I feel like we're just kind of shooting ourselves in the foot by only putting on independent wrestling TV. Now, if I was able to get some sort of deal with independent wrestling TV where I could have it on, on IWTV as well as YouTube, then I would be game, absolutely. Um, the whole idea is I wanted anybody to be able to watch it. And if you were able to donate, then you're able to donate. So Absolutely. Absolutely. And anybody who hasn't donated, hey, guess what? You still have time. You can go back and relive the first two seasons like I do almost every night. I threw on the episode with, I threw on the first episode, man. Another great highlight match is uh, Detective Cookie Dough versus Moondog. Yes. I, I, I freaking love that Empty Cottage match. I don't know whose idea that was or where that was shot, but I fucking loved every minute of it. And Alexi it was, and Paul uh, just, just on the canoe looking. Yeah. yeah. For, that was just... <laughs> Fucking genius, man. It was literally, at the time, we were only allowed five people to, um, whatever the COVID rules were, we were only allowed five people. So the five of us went up. Um, it was the first thing we shot for it. So I was like, I don't really know what we're doing, but we're just going to shoot something and we'll figure it out. And that match, <laughs> my God, it was ridiculous. The, every, I feel like every match after that, it had some cuts in between just to kind of smooth things out. That match was just one seamless seamless uh match essentially and Saber and Alexia they absolutely killed it man they absolutely did they absolutely did and I, I whenever there is a season three time depending uh I understand shows are opening up so I want all of you to get as much as you can bank as much as you can so you can all be comfortable and stay healthy and happy during this time 
And uh, I know that I fucked up today because I had to go get a tattoo. Um, and Vaughn was oh. enough to work his schedule around. I know we got about six minutes left. So um, can I possibly pick your brain on a couple dream matches of mine that I have for you when the world yeah, let's hear it. shows are booking? So Absolutely. one match, I, I don't know if you two have ever faced each other, but I've had him on the show. And I think his style of grounded pound and your style of speed and high flying would mesh so well. And that is uh, Red Death Daniel Garcia. I don't know if you two have ever tangled, but I think that that would be a match that I would absolutely fucking chomp at the bit to see. Would you not and agree believe, with that? And believe me, we want the match. We, we've tried. We've been trying to get it to happen for a while. Um, I've faced Daniel Garcia in a tag team match, and that was the only interaction we've ever had. Um, I, I completely agree with you. I think the contrast in styles would really, would really work well. Okay, and another one I have, I mean, he's a close personal friend of mine. He's actually one of my very good friends in the business, as you are as well. No, I'm not picking favorites. But <laughs> okay. again, I don't know if you two have ever meshed. Um, I think I might have seen something in a triple threat. I'm not 100% sure, but I want to say you, and I call him the king of flippy shit, Aiden Prince. Yeah, so Aiden Prince and I were actually booked to wrestle each other once, and uh, he ended up getting sick. Unfortunately, uh, it's into a lung infection, so that match never ended up happening. Um, but that's a match for sure that needs to happen. And he actually at Destiny borrowed my uh, my knee pads and my kick pads, and he owes me them back. So I need to see him soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna see him in a couple weeks at the Destiny parking lot show, The Clash. I might I might have to meet him there to get my knee pads and kick pads back. So <laughs> I would love. It. And then if I meet you there, then I can get my shit in person. But if not, I'm gonna DM you when we're done this interview for sure. Yes, man, absolutely. And my last match is a match that, I, again, I think um, uh, would be a testament to your ability and his ability. He's a vet. He's old school. He's been around for a minute, but he's still young enough to whoop everybody's ass. And that is Black Lavender Baby, Lionel Knight. Mm. See, Lionel, I, we have had a singles match at Border Town once. But we I know. I, think I we saw it on YouTube. It was all right. It was yeah. It was okay. It was okay. You more. We could definitely do more. I, I absolutely love Lionel, and I would love to kick his ass. <laughs> I would love to watch you kick his ass, but from a safe distance where I won't get hurt, because at the end of the day, both of you could whoop my ass, and I don't need that. This is my moneymaker, Vaughn. I can't have this destroyed. <laughs> Next time you talk to Lionel, do me a favor and call him Linnell, okay? Because oh, there was a time where we were at a show in Rochester, New York, and he ordered whatever he wanted from this, uh, this restaurant. I think it was a garbage plate, which is a famous Rochester thing. Um, and they're like, Linnell? And he walks up all sad, and then I'll never forget it. He's Linnell to me. For the rest of my life, he'll always be Linnell. Oh, my God. My face is so red because I'm laughing so hard. All right. I'm actually, you know what? I'm, I got his personal phone number. I'm going to shoot him a text after and be like, hey, Linnell. Yeah. I'm going to send him right now. Hey, Linnell. What's, I, I should. Where's my phone? I'm going to do it right now on camera. <laughs> On camera, right now, I'm going right to voice note it. I'm going to voice note it. I'm going to find his number. Absolutely. I'm going to voice note it right now. And this is a straight, this has never been done before, guys. Von Vertigo and I are going to make fun of Black Lavender on, on camera. Yeah, on video. This is, this is happening on video. Right. Okay. So here we go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text him and I'm going to do a yeah. voice note and he should be able to pick up both of us. <laughs> should be able to pick up both of us. This is, I, I can't believe this. Is, I love it. I absolutely love everything. Okay, here we go. Come on, dictation. Oh, uh, you know what? It's because he's got an Android and I got an Apple. We can't do oh, that. All right. No. You know what? I'm going to do a video then. We're going to do a video. Sure. Okay. Well, we're real close here. Selfie video. 
Hey, Lionel. Look who I'm here with. I'm here with my friend Vaughn. And Vaughn was telling me an interesting story. Um, a story about you in Rochester, New York. And it was, what was the nickname there, Vaughn? Oh, they called him Linnell. They said, oh. Linnell, your garbage plate is ready. Linnell, Linnell, your garbage plate is ready. So, yeah, Linnell. Uh, Linnell, I'm, I miss you, dude. I can't wait to get you back on the show. And I know Vaughn misses you. We were actually I also just, do miss you. <laughs> we were talking about him kicking your ass eventually. So, yes. uh, Linnell, we need to set that match up. We need to. You take care and you have a good day, okay? From Vaughn and me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to send that to him right after the show. Do it. Please do. Please do. That was, that was probably one of the most funniest things ever. And I knew that you and I were going to have another great epic conversation. I'm so, I'm so upset with myself that it's been cut short. But uh, one more thing another. before we go is I want to play a little yes. game of yes and no. Sure, sure. Well, I'm going to throw out a couple of things. And I want you to tell me what you actually what you prefer, one or the other. So it okay, could be okay. yes or no, it could be simple. So easy question right off the bat, just to tell you how it works. Starbucks or Tim Hortons? Uh, wait, so it's yes or no? <laughs> yes or no or what you prefer. I don't know. I oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, uh, so Tim, I, prefer, I prefer Tim Hortons. Okay, Tim Hortons. All right. Um, breakfast places, Cora's or Denny's? Cora's, for sure. I love Denny's. Ask Gabriel for We love Cora's. Okay, Cora's. <laughs> All right. Um, basketball or hockey? Hockey. I never really watched basketball as a kid, but I loved hockey as a kid. All right. This is an old school question, so this will be from your generation if you can remember. Game Boy or Sega Game Gear? Uh, Game Boy. I never owned a Sega. Never owned a Sega? No. You were deprived as a child. I, I was. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. All right. Now my final question, because everybody is burning a hole in everybody's mind because they're both coming out this Christmas. PS5 or Xbox X? I mean, honestly... I really haven't researched anything into it, but I've been an Xbox guy for a long time. Although a lot of my friends ditched me when the Xbox One came out and went to PlayStation. So I, I'm probably going to end up back on Xbox, but I've heard good things about the PS5. Now, I, don't, I, I really can't answer that one, honestly. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't want to be committed. You don't want to be committed because then it'll be on I, my answer. My answer is no. No. <laughs> you said yes or no. All right, that's fine. And the final question. Is Straight Talk Wrestling your favorite podcast? Yes or no? Hell yeah. I love it. I love it. That was a little G off party. I love it. Well, you know what? You go enjoy your dinner plans. Yes. And on the way to dinner, make sure you listen to Sweet Home Alabama because I can see G off party listening to that. Okay? Love but don't listen to the Kid Rock version. You listen to the fucking original. Oh, but I feel like G off Hardy would love the Kid Rock version because he grew up watching wrestling. So. I absolutely want to know, man. No, he would. He absolutely fucking would. And that's what that's why GF Hardy can't be around forever. He's only got to come back every once in a while. Just once in a while. I agree. And I can't do that damn accent. So it's, 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 all, right. <laughs> all right, guys, as always, I'm your host, your boy, George McKay, Vaughn Vertigo. Thank you so much for being on the show today. All right, guys. And as always, don't forget to follow the socials. Tune in next week. That's it for me. This is a wrap. Vaughn Vertigo, you take care. Enjoy the rest of your Friday, my friend. See you, dude. Peace. Hey guys, it's your host, your boy, George Mackay. Today's episode was brought to you by our official sponsor, Ray Bernardo of Road Sport Chrysler. This man has been in the auto business for 25 years. Everyone that has gone to see him has saved money on every single car deal that he's made. But more than ever now, in these uncertain times, he's doing more than that. If you've got lease of financing options that are too high, give him a call. If you've got auto repairs that you just can't afford, give him a call. Ray's reaching out to give back, and he's doing that because of 25 years of experience. 
So be sure to give Ray and his team a call, 888-656-3013. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Road Sport, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Don't overpay. Buy from Ray. Now the official sponsor of Straight Talk Wrestling. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another episode on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Also follow us on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And for all our merchandise, you can search us on ProWrestlingTees.com. Oh.